Oh, hello there. Welcome to a special fourth birthday edition of Together for Salem. Come on, let's replant a church together. So Cross Creek was created four years ago to be a church for people who don't normally go to church. Because in a, in a world where most of us, especially now, are known for what we're against, we wanted to be known for what and who we were for. We wanted to show our neighbors that God is not against them, but he is for them. We wanted to do that by showing them that we, his people, are for them. And in these four years, we've seen Jesus do some amazing things through Cross Creek. We've seen him answer some crazy prayers that are pretty exciting. We've seen lives changed. Maybe your life has been changed through what Cross Creek has done. And definitely our lives have been changed for sure. And Jesus has brought us this far. In fact, your generosity and your support has also brought us this far. But about three years into this Cross Creek experiment, really, we started feeling that something was missing. Something maybe needed to change. And we've talked about that in previous episodes. And you can check those out at this series if you want to go more in depth in that. But the COVID shutdown really gave us a chance as the leadership of Cross Creek to ask some hard questions, to, to rethink what it what is truly important to be a church that is for our community. And so we asked the question, what has Jesus created Cross Creek to do that only Cross Creek can do? Because there's a lot of great churches in Salem, but there's something Jesus gave Cross Creek to do that only we can do. The only we can do with our personalities that we have together as a, as a group, the abilities we have, the resources we have. And we don't want to just do that you know, the usual church routine of go to church every week and do your group and Bible studies and all that. We don't, we don't want to just make church attenders. That's not why we started Cross Creek, just to make people who go to church. See, we want to help all of us play our role in the kingdom of God, equip all of us to better play our role in the kingdom of God. And so we decided that Cross Creek exists to invite our neighbors to discover, enjoy, and share the life Jesus offers together. So then the question was, if that's what we're created to do, what is the best way for Cross Creek to do that? 
what is the best way to make that actually happen? And so we spent months praying about, thinking about, discussing, sometimes arguing, but definitely exploring what is the best way for Cross Creek to fulfill our mission. And what we've come up with, we've talked about a little bit before, it might not be perfect, but it is the best route for us for now. And so what are we going to do to accomplish our mission? Our, our mission that we've, we've kind of developed over these last four years. Well, first, this, this online teaching environment together for Salem. This is the, the avenue we have to have the widest reach of helping people discover who God is. Discover that God is for them, not against them. This is the safest route for people to discover God's love. And if you think about it, this is really like the easiest way for all of us to share what God is about with others because all you actually have to do is actually click share and then hundreds of people can see that God is for them. It's, a, it's an environment that people can watch on demand. They don't have to change their schedules around to make sure they're in one place at a certain time every single week to, to hear things. It's accessible for people. They can watch it on their phone. They can listen to it while they're driving to work. Because the thing is, we all discover the life Jesus offers in our own way and time. So why not work with that? Why not make it easier for people to discover God's love? But the question that comes with that is, what are things we, can, we can't do online that are still part of being a community of Jesus followers? What is important to be a community of Jesus followers that we still can't do online? And we decided, you know, those things really are sing the songs that encourage each other and, and draw us closer to understanding and, and accepting the love of Jesus connect with each other, being, seeing that we're a part of a larger community, not just individuals separated watching something online, but we are all together part of a larger community. We're, we're on the same team, moving in the same direction, supporting each other. We can't really share stories with each other and, and share the stories of, of what it means to be for Salem and how we've actually done that with our neighbors if we're just separated online. We can't pray as a church or as an ecclesia, a gathering of Jesus followers designed for one purpose if we're just separated online. And we can't do two of the things that Jesus really said the churches need to do is communion. Remember what it means to be a Jesus follower, what it, how, how Jesus created this community through his death and resurrection. So take communion together and baptize each other. Welc welcome each other into this community. And you know what else we can't do online? eat together. And so we just asked, what is the best way to do these things? And the answer, simple, is our on-site gatherings. We want to create a community that is safe, that is enjoyable, and that is inviting for both the skeptic and the Jesus follower. A community where people can find belonging even before they find belief. And this idea is, isn't new. It's not like we created something brand new and it's like, this is the new way to do church. Look how fancy it or important or special or awesome it is. In fact, this is kind of an, an ancient idea. It really comes from uh, who we know as St. Patrick or Patrick of Ireland. 1,600 years ago, like 400 AD. See, when Patrick would go to Ireland, he was a slave, he was captured in, in England and taken to Ireland, fell in love with the Irish people. Anyway, he was felt Jesus calling him to go to Ireland and tell people Jesus loves them in this tough Celtic culture. 
when he would go to Ireland and, and tell people about Jesus, he wouldn't just go into the village and say, hey, you all need to change. You need to repent because you're going to hell. No, what he would do is he would take a group of his people, his Jesus followers, and outside the village, he would create a kind of community. And he would invite the village into that community. And they could part fully participate in, in the life of that community, in, in the prayers, in the communion, in the daily routines. And everybody who came there experienced insane hospitality and insane acceptance. People could belong before they believed. They experienced a community of Jesus followers loving each other. And that is what we're trying to create. See, think about it. <clears throat> what if we didn't spend our time that we are gathered together focused only on one guy talking on stage? What if we didn't spend all our time focused on, on that aspect, but we used our time together, because time is precious, we used our time together focusing on, experiencing, and inviting others into the thing that has united all Jesus followers from the beginning. The story of the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus, and the love for each other and our neighbors that comes out of that true story. See, we want to invite our neighbors to feel, to see, even to taste, what it means to be part of this community that Jesus has created. And so the, the picture of, of these gatherings, the, the, the feel that we're trying to create with, with our on-site gatherings is kind of like inviting our neighbors to our family Thanksgiving dinner. See, if, if you invite friends to your family Thanksgiving dinner, you do what you do as a family. You enjoy your dinner, you enjoy each other, you tell your stories and you laugh and you have fun and you play games. But if you have guests, you don't just kind of ignore them, right? You make them feel at home. You make them feel comfortable. You make them feel fully able to participate in this Thanksgiving meal. You make them feel one of the family. You welcome them. You introduce them to each other. You, you actually talk to them. You explain, if there's an inside joke that everybody loves, you, you take the time to explain it so they don't feel left out. And you eat with them and you listen to them. And that is the type of thing we want to create at our on-site gatherings. And so for now, here is the rhythm that we're trying to, to establish in our in-person on-site stuff. Is we're gonna meet twice a month for now. It might change, we don't know. But twice a month, the second and fourth Sundays of every month. And what we're gonna do with those gatherings is we're gonna sing. We're gonna, we're gonna enjoy following Jesus by, by singing about him and, and singing about what that means to follow him and love him. We're gonna share stories of of what's going on in our neighborhood, going on in our community, share stories of, of others loving our neighbors and how we can be a part of that. When the time comes, we'll celebrate baptisms and new life that Jesus brings. And we will take communion together. I know that's a very fancy church word, but we're going to do the routine that Jesus created to remember what he did for us, to remember the, the sacrifice he made and the new life he brings. And each week we will, each time we meet, we will explain different aspects of why that is important and, and why we do it. And then we will share a meal together. We will have a potluck where we just enjoy each other and, and eat together and, and get to know each other. And you might be wondering, well, I, John, I got little kids and I don't want them to have to sit through that. Great. Our plan is to have kids environments where they are loved on and nurtured by caring, background checked, adults. So right now it's gonna be for, for nursery and hopefully uh, preschool and kindergarten age. 
So the reason we are, are changing our on-site gatherings and not just doing a, a church service with a person on stage teaching at us is, well, I mean, think about it. If we just focus on information transfer, we create students, don't we? But if we focus on love, we create a community. See, the life Jesus offers is fully discovered by belonging to a community. And so we're excited about, I'm really excited about this, this new direction, this new change. But there are still some things we can't do as the Church of Jesus, as the Ecclesia, as Cross Creek, in a larger group like that. Things we can't do. We can't question stuff. We can't ask the questions that are so important to, to understanding Jesus' love. We can't discuss the, these episodes and, and kind of the, the things that they've brought up and, and, and that type of idea. We can't pray for each other individually. We can't support each other through life. And we can't do an individual smaller group for Salem opportunities. So how do we do that? Well, the best way to do those things is our connect groups. And in our connect groups, that's when we can discuss what happens online. That's when we can actually pray for each other and hear, okay, what's been going on in your life? How can I support you? You know, what challenges are you facing? Oh, I have this resource I can help you with, that type of thing. That's where you can actually be the church with each other. It's when you can love each other and, and carry each other's burdens. Because the, the life Jesus offers was designed to be enjoyed with others. But there's one more step, and we've talked about this before. See, there's things we can't do even in this medium group of connect groups. And by the way, if you want to join a connect group, we are we, we have open enrollment, if you want to call it that. You can write us right here, and we will get you a group. But there's some things we can't do in those medium-sized groups either. We it's It can be awkward to be open and honest about our challenges, especially in like a mixed-gender group. And we, we want a chance to be able to talk about personal things. We You can't really have personalized growth in a, in a medium group and you can have very intense encouragement from each other in in those medium-sized groups and so the best way to do those things are the alliances that we've talked about before one or two or three people meeting together at a specific time for a specific purpose to encourage each other and grow with each other because when we support each other we can share what we have with others when we are supporting each other now we can reach out and share that with others. And so your question might be, four-year anniversary, four-year birthday, John, how can I be a part of this? That's a great question. I'm so glad you asked that. You're very, you're a very caring person to ask that. Well, first, what you can do is pray. And that's not just like, we your church, we got to say, you got to pray. No, we need prayer. We need encouragement. We need uh, Jesus to give us our ideas to, to, to make this better and to make this, you know, more of a way to reach our neighbors. So pray for Cross Creek. Pray that what you can do to be a part of this. Another way you can actually be a part of it is to give financially. This isn't free. Renting other churches, even though they give us a huge, huge financial break, it still costs money. So for this community to happen, we have to be able to finance it. And so maybe that's a way you can be a part of this. And these gatherings and, and everything else we're doing takes volunteers. If you are interested in volunteering, helping, you know, get your background check and being trained to work with kids, we can do that or, or security or parking or whatever, or the helping with the food. We need volunteers. And then you can participate. You can come. You can watch these episodes online. You can, you can, you can share. You can come to the gatherings and get to know people and ask people questions about their lives and, and care about them and even maybe pray for them. And finally, you can invite others. 
You can, like I said, click share on these types of episodes. You can invite people, hey, you know what? We're having this meal. You know, if you want to see what it's like to be in a Jesus following community, there's not going to be any pressure. You can just have a free meal. Come, come with me tonight. Um, hey, you want to join my connect group? Stuff like that. And you can invite. Because the thing is, we all have a role to play together. Listen, the people in our lives, the people in our community are starving for unity right now. They're starving for a place to belong and they're star starving for unconditional love. And the church, the ecclesia of Jesus, is a community created perfectly by Jesus to offer everyone those very things they are starving for. So I'm inviting you to join this community, to enjoy this community, to support this community, and to invite and welcome others into this community. See, we, Cross Creek, we were created to invite our neighbors to discover, enjoy, and share the life Jesus offers together because our community needs a community that is for them. Well, thanks for joining us on our four-year birthday episode. Uh, we have a giveaway to announce this week, and the winner to Espresso Road is... Ah, congratulations, I'm so excited for you. Hey, if you are new, if you're like, hey, Cross Creek seems pretty cool, fill out our welcome form right here so we can know who you are and we can get you a free e-gift e card to Starbucks. And we would just love to know who you are and, and what's going on. So thank you for joining us. I hope you have a good week. We will see you next week with a brand new series that could change your life. We'll see you later. What, am I knocking or what are you doing? You're just gonna do that. Come on. Oh, that's right, redo it. <laughs> am I in this at all? You're fine. Oh, hello there. Welcome to a special fourth birthday episode of Together for Salem. Come on, let's replant a church together. <laughs> Welcome to a special fourth birthday edition of Together for Salem. Come on, let's replant. Oh, I kicked it. I kicked it.